Well, thanks, Julian, for taking the time to speak with me. It is massively appreciated. I know as well that this period, even after our release, is still incredibly, incredibly busy. So first things first, how are you doing today? And have things started to calm down following the release of the new EP, Profound Mortality? Um, yeah, I'm good. We're still very, very busy, which is good. Um, I mean, we haven't got any shows at the moment, um, but we're still busy with press and lots of things going on behind the scenes that I can't talk about, but kind of planning planning ahead and lots of exciting things that we found out about recently so yeah we're there is no such thing as time off <laughs> unfortunately there's no um there's no dip in stuff to do so yeah we're still very much busy yeah i mean it's good to hear that you are keeping that busy particularly after the last couple of years of lack of things going on so that busyness is great and now obviously the dust is beginning to settle a little bit on the new ep and i guess a weight of expectation almost lifted. How are you feeling about what is the universal praise the EP's received? Yeah, it's been nuts. I think, um, I don't think we had one bad review, not that I can think of, which is crazy. Like every, every kind of review we read was was so positive. So like, it's wicked. We didn't really sit on the EP for too long. So it wasn't like we were we were kind of worried about when it eventually came out. But mm. yeah, it's, it's just been crazy. I think like the... The weekend that it came out we played some shows as well and our social media was just going insane like constantly my phone just didn't stop it was just fucking nuts like so yeah we're really grateful um i think people's like physical copies have started shipping out now as well so it's all cool just seeing it all finally come together oh that's fantastic to hear and like the difference between obviously reviews of reviews and obviously that's critical praise and press and stuff like that but on the more fan-based kind of things your comments as well your social media youtube video comments and things like that is that something you've kind of been paying attention to and are you finding the same thing there that it's just beloved yes yeah, the kind of thing you feel like you shouldn't look at too much just in case because you obviously get it's not always going to be 100 positive <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm terrible with the fact that I'm the kind of guy who like go on Google and type in Harriet and see what's been said in the last 24 hours. Like I'm that guy. I, I have to see what's going on. But yeah, like everyone's just been so lovely about it and so positive. So we, we literally can't complain. We're we're having a good release kind of period. It's it's nice to see. Well, mate, continue. And cons- yeah, indeed. considering like this is partially, but I think because You've got one hell of a hungry fan base and elements of the, the rock and metal press has certainly built Harriet up a bit in a potentially judgmental way. Do you think that you guys as a unit have handled the pressure and demand that's been building, not just to this release, but now following it? Yeah, I think like we, we haven't had a lot of time to kind of sit back and, and look at it from, from an outside perspective. It has just been constant. So we've always been busy, like even when we were touring, um with Rolo Tomasi early in the year we were doing press in the van on the way like we were doing interviews and stuff like we were constantly just doing stuff and even even in the gaps we've had we're still just doing stuff so it's I mean it's a lot of pressure but it's not like bad it's fun it's it's stuff you want to do if all these people want to talk to you then that that's a good thing so yeah like appreciative to everyone who's wanted to speak to us over the last three months like it's it's been nuts it's been out out of our wildest dreams i think we never expected it to be this this good so yeah we're very lucky i almost like frightened to stop like you know you talk about the fact that everything just keeps moving and moving forward and constantly churning away the machine hasn't stopped is there a little bit of fear that like oh okay when we stop to take a breath that it's all going to hit you 
Yeah, I mean, like, the funny thing is, like, it feels like it's not going to stop anytime soon because, like, we're going straight into festival season in, like, three weeks. So we're going to be doing Download and uh, 2000 Trees, Bloodstock, Arctangent, literally all of them in the UK pretty much. So, like, it is just, I think, if and when it stops will probably be maybe september october we might get a bit of a break but then we're going to be working on an album so we're going to go straight into kind of being creative again so yeah it's busy but i think we kind of thrive off that pressure i think the pressure is good if we're given deadlines and we've got things to do then that we we kind of take that as our to our advantage i think it, it works for us i'm glad i'm glad to hear that the ep overall it kind of feels like a statement uh, a statement of who harrier are now following an intense couple of years uh you know the covid situation and stuff was there quite a bit of frustration and anger expulsions going on throughout the cp yeah like the the ep itself came together quite quickly um and it's one of those where we don't know if, if what what comes next is going to sound the same like we've got kind of some some demos and some ideas but it's a kind of snapshot of that time we we wrote it in like a five day periods we went to a studio and we just did it and then what we came out with is what we recorded um but it was weird kind of writing something and not being able to play any gigs because i think you kind of think oh how would the crowd react to this or like oh maybe people would would mosh to this bit or whatever but we we never had that experience with any of the stuff we wrote because we, we couldn't gig because of covid so like we're now getting to do that now now that it's like out which is cool but yeah like I think I don't know if our approach would be different next time but yeah I think it is very much a snapshot of of that week and I think we'll push the industrial stuff a bit more um on a full length and flesh it out like I kind of like how the EP is a cohesive piece if you listen to it from front to back it, it kind of flows together there's no kind of pause I think that's cool I think we're going to do that going forward but on a bigger scale for an LP so yeah I'm looking forward to just working on some new stuff now yeah you wouldn't be an artist if you weren't here to talk about your current record and then start talking about the next thing you're doing <laughs> yeah like it's you, <laughs> you don't know how long the EP is gonna before it's gonna be old news and that's that's the worry like obviously we're loving it and it's, it's out and then we get to go do all these festivals with it there's gonna be so many people that discover us but we're always thinking of the next step like there's all there's some demos floating around that are like we're like oh this is wicked so we're we, we, we just want we just want to be able to have the time to work on them but we don't at the moment but that's not a bad thing at all it's good to be gigging and, and the opportunities we have we're very lucky it's that you said it's not a bad thing so just keep enjoying that ride and it's interesting i said when you talk about like the ep being done so quickly as it was it's in a snapshot of the time because i think that comes across it's a very sharp uh blast that you can do in one quick sitting so to speak but some of the subject matters you cover in the ep come from dark places and deal with uh deep and hard talk talking points yeah obviously you know don't want to be a bit, a bit scripted a bit noisy with intense blast of distorted savagery plus poignant lingering and stubborn atmospheric sounds and effects you make all this sound authentic and believable it sounds incredibly taxing was it and how do you how did you get through those five days and get yourself out of the headspace that it required to produce that ep yeah, we, we went in with with kind of some, some demos and we, we built on them together. Like everyone would kind of write a few riffs and we had a folder full of stuff. And we, we had a nice little setup where we'd have 
a jam area in one end of the room and then the other end of the room was kind of a studio setup so we kind of jam jam one end oh that sounded cool go to the computer mics on track it and then kind of redo the midi drums and all that um we we didn't really think too much about what we were doing it just kind of happened it sounds stupid you never want to say like oh the the magic happened or whatever because it just sounds silly like but it was really just fun and easy Uh, like I think the only kind of song that we came in that was kind of already kind of shaped was the title track um that that was kind of a demo we've been sat on for a while and it 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 felt like it would work with these songs on the end because it's kind of a lot of fast intense songs and then the top tracks kind of way slower and just a different vibe and we would kind of as soon as we went in we were like I think that should be the closest so that that was the only one that's kind of pre-planned but honestly it was all just fairly easy and fairly fun I mean it's probably not going to be like that forever (laughs) if we were lucky but if we can approach like an album the same way then then we'll be we'll be chuffed. I mean, if you're having fun, that's all you can ask. And, you know, you, you say it's uh, cheesy almost to say things like the magic and all that, but cliches like that exist for a reason. It's because they do actually happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And it was fun. And, like, it's, a, it's funny because it's a really heavy and mm. aggressive record, but we had a blast making it and writing it. Like, it was just, yeah, it was cool. Like, I think it was only a, pretty much exactly a year ago to the date, pretty much, that we, that we wrote it. So, yeah, it's cool to to have it out and people enjoying it because we, we had a lot of fun making it. Well, it is a grand example of the varied melting pot of ideas and styles that, Harriet, you guys employ. Let's be honest, there's absolutely no way to pigeonhole Harriet, and we in rock and metal love to pigeonhole. Is that the way you like it, that you can't pigeonhole Harrier? And how do you keep control of such an overflowing pool of ideas? Yeah, like we're all into quite um, different bands. There's a few bands that we all kind of agree on, kind of like Nails and, and Full of oh. Hell, uh, stuff like that, that we all kind of really like. But the, the rest of us have quite varied tastes. So I think when we get together, it's it's a bit weird. I think the the influences we have, I don't listen to a lot of metal outside of the band. I listen to a lot of pop music in all honesty. So like, um, I'm not really a metal drummer, but I play in a metal band. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. And, and, and all the press we get, like we get compared to a lot of bands like Not Loose and um, Code Orange or Vane. And like, I can hear elements of that in everything we do. And I, and I get why people say it, but again, I don't think, we sound like those bands i can hear what people are saying i think like yeah we some bits sound like not loose but then another song will sound like nails or or code orange or whatever like so it's nice to just to be because the vein code orange and not loose don't sound alike at all but we're always compared to those three so it's kind of uh, it's cool i guess i mean whatever you hear in it is fine by me like i like it it's cool I, I like all three of those bands so to be compared to them is is cool i don't hear it myself in a lot of it but if you do then fine by me <laughs> it's it's just that difficulty isn't it it's that quick question that someone needs to take a quick snapshot of what you sound like and then ask you well, what did who do they sound like and it's yeah oh i was paul x amount of bands where small elements exist and throw it into a blender and hopefully that's uh what the person who wants to know will pull out of it yeah, I like that you can't really pigeonhole it. I think that's that's cool. I think a lot of the press we've received as well has said the same similar things. So like, it's nice that pe- people feel the same way. Like, I, I do get it. Like, 
there is bits that sound like other bands but overall it, it's kind of its own thing so we're we're pretty proud of that that might think that's super important i think you stand alone i think uh, the word unique can often gets thrown around uh, very easily these days and doesn't necessarily apply but i think when it comes to harriet it is a word that can be used yeah it's cool that people kind of get what we're what we're doing and what we're all about like we we're, we're so happy with the reaction it's just been great like we couldn't have asked for a better a better few months it's been wicked Absolutely. And the Harriet of 2015 and the Harriet of 2022 are different beasts, obviously. It's been seven years of trials and tribulations, notwithstanding the past three alone. Are you quite proud that you're still standing? And what, if anything, that you can think of off the top of your head helped you see through the more testing periods? Yeah, I think, like, people who don't know us will kind of think we're kind of a hype band and we've just come out of nowhere and we're lucky and and we're getting all this stuff and like it from the outside looking in it probably just looks silly but like we have worked hard for a long time like we have been um a band for a long time like deb kind of was in another band as well called dead hands and we we played shows together so that's where that friendship came from but i think yeah we've done the 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 little weekenders the diy weekenders where you don't get paid anything and and they're rubbish and you play to three people like we we've done that and so it's nice to kind of finally it's all just come together at a really good time i think everything we've done in the past few years has, has been worth it like we would have loved to have pushed the band harder when we were younger but mm. we just didn't have time because like people were at uni and everyone had jobs that were busy and stuff it like kind of covid opened up doors for us that that wouldn't have been there otherwise so like yeah that that's been a blessing for us but yeah we have worked hard to be where where we are and i do worry that people kind of think like who are this band that are getting all these tours and getting all these festivals like we have worked hard to be here so it's kind of just feels like we're not earn it so that sounds arrogant and stupid but like we have worked hard to be here so it's good to be where we are now Oh, no, don't show. I don't think you should shy away from that at all. I think it's super, super important that um, that gets more well known. I mean, if you are potentially listening or watching this interview and not really know much about Harriet, simply Google, simply search and you'll find out all you need to know. To yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff. If you go back, I'm sure you can find some stuff somewhere. Of, of the, old, the old Harriet. <laughs> Well, my first experience of you live actually came quite recently. The London show with uh, People Slice and Roller Tomasi, the tour that you just mentioned. At that very, very odd venue I'd never been to before in, um, oh, was it Hackney? I can't quite remember what that was now. Um, yeah, it was weird. It seemed like a kind of a corporate events venue or something like that, like a, like a wedding venue or something. It was, it was odd. That's it. Yeah, my wife Googled it and it was that. It's normally booked out for wedding and corporate events and stuff like that. But it's pretty cool. And what was really cool as well is you guys obviously being the first band on. And I've been to many, many shows in my life and been there to see the first band come out to a handful. But that place was packed. That was packed from the very start. And it really took really really made me take notice and stock of your position at this point and how you've been embraced by the rock and metal scene is that something that um you guys as a group have been able to stop and uh take stock of yeah we we, we got that tour we, we're big fans of Relo Tomasi so as soon as we got the email we were like yes please like let's do it um 
and I think at that point that that London show was the biggest show we played so like uh, it was quite overwhelming when we kind of rocked up when it was empty and it was like bloody hell this is, this is big isn't it like <laughs> I hope there's some people here by the time we play <laughs> so it was sold out so it's like the, it's the worry of oh it's a sold out show but no one there might be no one here at quarter to eight or whatever like yeah. doors open at half seven let's see what happens so yeah we we that that show was nuts like <laughs> bands like us sound like us don't get to play rooms like that very often so like when we do get that opportunity you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it but yeah it's all just been it's been so busy and like there's been overwhelming moments like we've come off stage and we've done a mad show and it's just like wow like did we just do that but then you're kind of thrust just into the next thing straight away so it's kind of it's just a constant ride but yeah that that show was special i think that was one of my favorite shows with with a band I really like so it was it was cool the whole tour was uh, incredibly successful and well uh well well complete really by the end I think as well yeah yeah honestly like we had the best time we were so lucky I think our fans kind of crossed over a bit like we 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 made a lot of fans but we, there was also people that you could tell they'd seen us before they brought merch from before and, and like, it was nice kind of being an opener and seeing other people were already wearing your merch like that that was kind of cool that, that, that hadn't happened before so yeah it was it was wicked you mentioned the word there and it's kind of something that comes to mind for the next question it's the crossover appeal because I think that's super important that something Harriet has is that you don't necessarily need to be an out and out metal as it were to enjoy what you do that's the very melting pot of ideas you have and it's notable I think as festival season heats up and you kind of mentioned some of the ones that you're going to be hitting pretty much all the major ones in the UK, Download 2003's Arctangent, Dom, uh, Dominion Festival, Bloodstock, of course. It's, and on those bills alone, there's a wide and eclectic array of bands. You, you fit seamlessly on every single one of them. Is this something you're conscious of, the desire to fit on any and all bills? Yeah, I think like just from past experiences, like we, we used to play shows of hardcore bands and, and we made it work. And then we've also played with like thrash bands and we've managed to make it work. Like, I think we can kind of fit everywhere. I think there's not, there's not too many bands that sound like us, but I feel like we can fit as long as it's heavy. Like, I mean, we even played with Witch Fever. They're kind of like, kind of a doomy kind of punk band. So like, and, and even that works. So like, I think we're lucky that we, we can play with kind of any band and it's cool. Like, um, I'm looking forward to seeing like what else we can do. I'm sure there's going to be some more opportunities we'll be cautious of, but then, it'll be fine like I'm, I'm sure we can we can hopefully win people over <laughs> if, if it doesn't go well but like it's the beauty of we, we can probably get booked for anything as long as it's got that kind of right attitude I guess three. yeah that, that'd be wicked I mean yeah, that's, <laughs> that's going to be on the top of someone's list isn't it like yeah, if yeah, you're in a band you want to do Glasto <laughs> it should be on every single band I know like Glastonbury in the last couple of years has kind of opened up a certain area now that has a bit more metal orientated but you know and there's obviously a very outdated view that oh if you're metal you shouldn't play Glastonbury and all that shut up play Glastonbury you'll win yeah. you, know, you could win over a handful of new fans but it's new fans nonetheless yeah I mean it's, it's the kind of place where everyone's going to be open-minded to, to anything like if, if you're a metal fan you're probably not going to go to Glastonbury because you're going to go to download the bloodstock but there's gonna be a lot of people there who will just go see whatever's there and they might come away with with a new favorite band like like you said I know there's an area that has like heavy bands I think like employed to serve played it last mm. time whenever Glastonbury yeah, ran yeah. Um, and hacktivist and stuff like that so it's cool like I mean we we I'd love to go I've never been obviously it's impossible to get tickets so yeah. if we if we got the call to play then that would be 
crazy. That hasn't even crossed my mind actually that, that Glasto could be an option. Like I've yeah. literally never thought about it. Yes, I was trying to think of non-rock and metal festivals or like predominantly more open-minded festivals where you I know that you could fit on like that effectively anything. And as much as it'd be easy to come out with stupid ones that are pop orientated, ultimately you're probably never going to end up in a bill like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The thing the one for me would be Reading. I know it's not the festival it used to be. It's changed a lot, but mm. That was like the first festival we went to when I was a kid. So like that one would be like really cool to do that. But but then yeah, the lineups are so diverse, which I think's wicked now. Like I think I last went in 2018. Yeah. And it was like you have like Dua Lipa and then you could go and watch Papa Roach. Like that's pretty cool. Like <laughs> like anything that has that kind of vibe going on is is a is a plus, I think. Like I think it's cool when it's diverse and, and weird. Well, Reading Leeds, if you're listening, as if, but if you were listening, you presumably you're off that weekend. Harriet needs to be booked. Yep, it's a bank holiday weekend, so I'm free. I'd <laughs> love to. I'd, I'd love to do it. <laughs> Maybe not this year. I, I think we've pushed our luck on UK festivals this year. I don't think we're going to get any more. <laughs> if, if we got that cool, I'd be very, very surprised. It's it's actually awesome that you have managed to get on so many bills this year because obviously following COVID and the sort of delay of live uh, tours and um, venue closings closures and of course festivals having to roll over the bands for cancellations and suspensions and stuff like that that you managed to get on most of these bills is I think testament to Harriet's quality and your drive. But did you have any particular worries that you can kind of think back on now more than anything else that the scene particularly in the UK, would survive as well as it has because of the past three years. And I'm thinking grassroots venues and the people within the industry that keep it moving. Yeah, it's a weird one. I feel like there's there's been so many new bands that have come out since COVID. Like I think we're a part of this new wave of, of new heavy, which is cool. Like I remember like a few years back, every time I listen to a new band, I always kind of thought they sounded the same as, as something else. But I feel like at the moment, there's there's so many bands that have kind of come up and out at the same time, like Static Dress, yeah, uh, Witch Fever, like bands like that. They're all coming out and they're all doing their own version of, of Heavy and it's all different, but they're all wicked. And we're all kind of, it seems like we all just came out of the pandemic. I don't know if that's just me being ignorant, but it feels like everyone's kind of just come out at the same time and it feels like, the best the scene's been in years i think like it's it's been really cool to be put alongside bands like that because we like all those bands so it's yeah it's it's weird but yeah i don't know it's just odd i feel like the the scene's nuts in the uk at the moment i think it's really really cool I think you're right. Um, I think like the sort of down the side of it, it's easy to have a look when you look what's coming out of it. It's interesting some of the bands you mentioned. You mentioned Static Dress, you know, I went to see them. Uh, I played, saw them play Slam Dunk uh, last year in Leeds, went up that way. And I wasn't too big of a fan uh, on the videos and stuff like that. But um, I came out of that one. I came out of that 30 minute show. Absolutely in love with that band. Yeah, they're insane. We, we I caught them at the Download Pilot uh, last year. That's the first time I saw them. And then we, we played with them uh, when they were touring with Knock Loose, we opened the Cardiff show. Mm. Um, so we kind of we kind of know them now, um, and they're really nice dudes. But they're so fucking good. Like they're, they're, they, I think the the few singles they put out recently, I think their album comes out in like a week or something. Um, but they're just ridiculous. Like they're so good at what they do. Like, and again, they're so different to to any other band that's that's kind of breaking through at the moment. So mm. yeah, it's cool. It's just a, a wicked time for the UK, especially. I think. 
that's a tour I want to see then in the future. You guys hooking up together. I would love to do that. That would be a lot of fun. I think even though we're, we're so different, it could work again. I think it could 100% work. I'm sure like people would be into what we're doing. Like, yeah, I'd be well up for that. <laughs> Look forward to it. All right, lastly, Julian, uh, from an outside perspective, particularly as well as we've been talking uh, through things here, things feel so big. Things feel so exciting for Harriet. Now, obviously, you've said yourself, can't talk too much about what's coming up and stuff like that. Just, you know, keep an eye on your socials and stuff like that. But I guess from the inside, the excitement that I feel as a fan from the outside, you're on the inside. Are you feeling it as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think like, there's so much stuff this year that's literally been my dream since I was 12 years old. It's like we're, we're so fortunate to, to be in the position we are. So we're, we're kind of savoring every moment and, and keeping level-headed about it all and, and just enjoying it. Like especially things like download. Like I never thought we'd get to do download, especially not this soon either. <laughs> so like it's just, yeah, we're very grateful to be to be where we're at and doing what we're doing like it's it's wicked so yeah thanks for everyone for for being nice to us <laughs> because because it is really cool and as we just said it's well earned ep profound mentality it is out now and listen folks if you want to see them live you want to see what harriet are like live you have a wide array of choice of festivals chances are some so you're going to one of these festivals and you're going to be at it so there's no way in hell you can miss them julian thank you so much for taking the time to do this i really appreciate it no problem, mate. Thanks for having me. It's been wicked speaking to you. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash gbhbl as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?